Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. Uh, you guys are going to be really excited today. We are talking about an MLM and a, a series of MLMs I've never even div- like dove into at all. I've never talked about them anywhere. You guys ask constantly and I am completely clueless. In fact, when you ask, I usually tag this person and say, go to their account. They talk about this. So I'm really excited to welcome from all the way across the pond, Charlie Harris. Hi. Hi, how are I, you? <laughs> I'm really good. Thank you. How are you? Good. good. So uh, if you guys don't know Charlie, she is on social media as Dear Society. And uh, what are what are the MLMs that you typically talk about, Charlie? Uh, the main one that I talk about is IntelliTravel, which is a huge one over here in the UK. And then some of the other big ones as well in the UK, I kind of talk about them quite a bit as well because I get asked about those ones a lot as well things like FM World, The Body Shop, Avon (laughs) and those are ones that I don't really I don't really get a lot of people asking about them unless it's just people on TikTok and and most of the time they're in the UK and they're saying can you talk about IntelliTravel can you talk about FM World which is the perfume one it's basically designer imposters if it was an MLM yeah it's (laughs) Um, and yeah, Avon is really big. The U S side of Avon's not so big. Um, but the Avon abroad is, is rife and wild, uh, and and definitely, definitely there, but yes, these travel ones, these travel ones, I, I don't know anything about them and that's what you got started in and that's what you talk about. (laughs) So Let's let's dive into that. I'm I'm interested. Yeah. How did you get started in in teletravel, and what did that journey look like? So I'm not going to lie. I hadn't heard of it before when I joined up. I had never heard of it. I hadn't seen it on any social media or anything. So completely didn't wasn't aware that it was an MLM or anything. Um, I actually have multiple chronic health conditions, and I wasn't stable enough to be at my normal nine to five job. I'd used up all of my like sick allowance and it got to the point where you know I had to do what was best for me with my health left my nine-to-five job needed something well I was given three months notice and I needed something that you know I could fit around my hospital appointments my health and still bring me an income in and it was actually my partner who said to me he was like Oh well, actually, a girl came into our. He works. He worked in a computer shop at the time. A girl came into our computer shop actually, and she was asking me. She was telling me that she's actually a travel agent from home, and it was a brand new thing that they were doing here in the UK. And would I be interested? I said I wasn't, but I gave her your details because you know you're looking for a job from home, and she described it as a job to him. So he thought he was helping, not realizing what he was actually doing um and you know it was a girl in my area so I already kind of had that bit of trust because we had mutual friends even though I didn't know myself we had that mutual you know this person I I, I know in real life she's not a robot or anything and I trusted her basically not realizing that this whole thing was actually an MLM and I think that's like something that a lot of people it's it's a big problem right like it's yeah. it's not some most times it's not some strange internet like Instagram person that's reaching out to you although that does happen but a lot of times when you actually do join these it's your neighbor it's your friend's coworker, it's your mother your aunt your friend and so there's that built-in community and that built-in trust yeah and it really takes like a lot of those red flags just go right out the window because you're like she'd never get me sucked into a scam and you just exactly. inherently trust them yeah and that, and and I didn't realize that then people also did that to me as well. They inherently trusted me to introduce them. And I didn't, then that's when the whole sort of, that's where all the snowball effect sort of starts. And I didn't realize that really people, I, I was abusing my trust without realizing it. Yeah, isn't that wild? So you joined this MLM unbeknownst to you that it's a giant scam. 
and yeah. and you and you get into this system. How does IntelliTravel work? Like, what is what's the how does it work? I don't I don't even get it. Okay, so this is where it gets crazy. There's actually two businesses. They didn't tell me this when I joined. I was told, you know, it's 156 pounds to start up, 199 dollars. It's and then it's this monthly fee, right? When I signed up. I was sent two separate login details. I was a bit confused. And I asked like my my upline, hang on, like I, I, I've signed up to be a travel agent or so I thought, why have I got two separate logins? And I actually been signed. So there is IntelliTravel, which is, this is how they get away with it in my opinion. They have IntelliTravel, which is the side of the business where you can become a travel agent from the comfort of your own home, earn commission on all the travel that you book, uh, earn commission on things that you book for other people. And to me, you know, the way they described it, it sounded like a no-brainer. They explained that there's commission built into everything you already are buying. You know, why feed into these big companies when you could be getting it yourself? You could train and get into it yourself. We were basically, you know, we were told that we were throwing money away, basically. And my family do go on loads of holidays. I'm always the one that organizes things with my friends and stuff and with like my partner if we go away. So I thought, hang on, I actually could make something out of this, you know, even if I only book sort of like 20 bookings over like a space of a year or something, that, that's going to be good to get me some extra money in. Like I'm already looking at holidays anyway. I enjoyed looking at holidays. So that was like that bit. And then they have another side to the business called planet marketing this side in my opinion is the very pyramid side they don't have a product they don't have anything to sell other than the opportunity so they are selling an opportunity they are selling the dream basically and this is the side that says you can get financial freedom you can get time freedom this side offers six ways of earning in a month right so obviously when you join up I completed this mandatory training, which was, I'm not even going to lie, it was a 20-question multiple-choice quiz that I was sent the answers to on a PDF, and we, which is crazy. Wait and a second. Had, so they're like, you got to take this quiz, but here's the answer, like, here's the cheat sheet yeah. of answers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so how, what's how, the point of teaching you anything if exactly. you're just going to plug in the answers? Exactly. Like, how, how is that mandatory training when you're given the answers? It doesn't make any sense at all. You don't have to and pay I know, attention. No. And I was literally told, so there's four videos that you have to watch, which are GDPR um, videos, which are an hour long each. And we were told, put the videos on, do something else in the background, leave it. When you've left it on, it'll go green and then you can move on to the next one. You need to do that for all four. So it's ticked off and then you're a regulated travel agent. And what? Yeah, that is literally all it is. It's a 20 question uh, multiple choice thing, which you get sent the answers and four videos, and then you are qualified to book somebody's holiday. It's crazy. So you get four one hour long videos that you're encouraged to play in the background while you're doing other things. And then at the end, you take a 20 question quiz that you have the answers for. And then you're certified. Yep. That's literally all you have to do to be a certified travel agent, which looking back now, obviously it's absolutely crazy. Do you feel though when they gave you this, like this instruction, we were like, oh, sweet. That's easy. I could do that. Well, I was a bit like, oh, I thought I was going to be paying for more than this. But when I said like, is this the only training we get? They knew what to say. Oh no, there's there's a whole entire university on the IntelliTravel website that you can go on training for. There's all the courses, the Disney courses, the Royal Caribbean cruise courses, and all like they would say all these huge brands. So you'd be like, oh yeah, I'm excited to do the training for that. So I felt like I was getting the most out of it, but in reality, that wasn't earning me anything, was it? I was just paying to sit and do training. Yeah. So once you're certified then you have to sell vacations to people 
well, this is exactly, this is what I thought I was going to do. So what I did was I went on Facebook, I created a group, I scheduled a load of posts in there. I put loads of deals in there, explained to everyone why I was going to be, why, why they should book through me. I did so much, I spent hours and hours. I did the all the, all the extra courses that you could do. I thought, well, I'm going to get my money's worth. I'm going to do these courses, not realizing that they actually didn't mean anything. <laughs> but, I mean, you're doing the work. You're yeah, treating I, this business as a business. You're I creating did. a support they, group. I mean, yeah. this is what they want you to do. This And so this right here is the fallacy of like, they didn't work hard enough. Like, boom, out the window. Like, you're working exactly. ridiculously hard. Yeah. So when I first launched it, quite a few people said to me, you know, oh, I'd like some quotes and things. So I was really excited because immediately I was getting quotes and I booked two two hot tub lodges um, for like in a couple of months time. So I was really excited. That was it then. I was like solidified in that business, business <laughs> in, in the company because I had booked the hot tub lodges. So I'm all excited, oh, book the hot tub lodges. When do I get the money for it? Thinking, you know, I'm go- I've already paid my, sign up feedback basically and then I'm told that you don't get any commission on anything that you have booked until 30 to 90 days after the travel has been completed so if somebody joins now like and books something for the end of next year they aren't going to get paid until like 2024 which what does that do makes them want to stay in the business wow and if you've left the business you lose those commissions the company keeps them apparently you get the commissions if you leave but when I left I had bookings that you know I I never saw a commission for in from my experience anyway so the company tells you that you can leave at any time and all of the commissions you'll get them we promise but in your personal experience of actually doing that that has not been the case no and I mean I also had a lady who like somebody who thankfully I worked with her years ago they'd made a booking through me and then obviously it got cancelled because of the pandemic I didn't want to leave then because I was like I've got this customer who has paid thousands of pounds out for a holiday I want to make sure she gets her money back you know all these little things sort of make you stay because you're like oh that I've got that person to book through me I need to make sure she gets her money back or she gets it rebooked or whatever and when I was emailing, asking for assistance and things like, you just don't really get a response. And I'm sure it's just to keep you in. Oh, absolutely. It is absolutely yeah. 100%. It's wild to me that you don't get any commissions until <laughs> like 90 to 120 days after yeah. the vacation, because here's the thing with vacations. I'm not going to go to a travel agent and book a vacation for next week. No, I'm going to book a vacation six months, 12 months out and like pay for it, put it in my monthly budget and pay for it that way. So that's really crazy to keep people in as long as possible. And you already mentioned that you are paying a monthly fee every month. Yep. How much was that monthly fee you had to pay every month? So for me, I was told it was 46 pounds a month. In actual fact, it was 32 pounds going to IntelliTravel. And £14 going to Planet Marketing. So I was paying wow. 46 but in two separate amounts that I didn't know. So obviously, when I joined, I needed to earn money straight away. So I kind of felt like I joined on false pretenses then. And I, my upline was like, you know, we need to get on a call. You can be earning money. You can be earning money as soon as next week. And that is when they get you with the recruitment. Ah, there we go. Yeah. So they hook you in with the travel. And then what they do, you realize, actually, I'm not going to get paid any money for travel. So all these people that joined over the time when we had a travel ban, we had people who are bragging that they have earned five figures online, but it's not through travel because nobody traveled. So yeah, that's an interesting reverse engineering there. Absolutely. All of yeah. the money they're making is from their team because there's a travel yeah. ban. Yeah. So the money is coming from the recruitment, not from the travel. So what is recruiting somebody into this IntelliTravel look like? Oh, my word. It, it, looking back now. So at first I was extremely naive. So 
like I say, my upline, I got on a call with my upline. She explained to me, you know, you could be earning money from next week. And I was like, what do you mean from next week? And that's when she said, well, this other side of the business, yeah, you, you can get paid for travel commission, but you only get paid once for that. And that's after all this time, you know, of waiting. While you are waiting for that, we are in an untouched ground floor opportunity, you know. <laughs> um, you have got a golden ticket in front of you. We, and the way that she explained it to me was I needed to grow the company so that I that the company was more known in the UK. We'd get better suppliers and more people would come to us to book. So I thought I didn't see it as I'm recruiting competition. I saw it as I'm growing a company. Yes. So the way that straight away it was, you know, you're helping people. And I'm, do you know who my first recruit was? My little sister. I recruited my little sister too. It's awful, isn't it? Like it. Looking back now, like she's like, all right, I completely, you know, she was, she's fine with it. But the fact that like she let me do that, knowing what was going to happen, it really broke my heart. But yeah, they kind of said, you know, this travel money got to wait for ages. But if you recruit somebody today you will get paid next Thursday. So the way the payment thing went, it was like ran from a Monday to a Sunday. So if I went out that week and recruited three people, I would get $50 per person that signed up. I earned 150 quid that week or $150. So I paid most of my sign up fee back and I grew the company or so I thought. I got celebrated because I hit my first promotion for recruiting so then that's it you're, you're in it then aren't you You kind of that's it then when you're in you're like right so you recruited three people how many vacations yeah. did you sell exactly no uh so i'd sort of the two um so the whole time that i was with them which was like almost 18 no 15 months i i must have quoted for hundreds hundreds of vacations and completed bookings I did 10 and five of those were my own in the whole 18 months you only booked five that weren't your own vacations yeah and that was because the prices just didn't match and how many people um did you successfully recruit in those 15 months um so at one point I had a team of um 25 oh wow And are you getting commissions off of their monthly fee that they're having to pay? Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I wasn't told that. They told us, you know, that it was a thank you from the business. But since then, I've actually found out that uh, the the £14 fee that goes to Planet Marketing. So you get £3 per person in your downline, downline. So for all those 25 people, I would have got £75 for having that 25 people in my downline. And then if any of those signed someone up, I'd have got $25 as well. So then they started to recruit and then I started to get this money. Yeah. I mean, that's a pyramid scheme. (laughs) Exactly. And like, there isn't, they don't even have a product. It's purely recruiting people. And that's the side where they say the financial freedom and the time freedom, and it's all through recruiting. The only way to earn a regular guaranteed even though we know it's not guaranteed income through this company is you can't through IntelliTravel because that's travel through planet marketing the only way to earn that is by recruiting 100 people minimum and then you get 700 dollars for that's it and you have to keep that it's crazy that's an insane amount of work and convincing people for 700 dollars yeah and then if you don't keep your numbers up for the next 60 days, they take that bonus away from you. So to me, it's just crazy. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that's just like like all the cornerstones of a pyramid scheme. It's insane. Exactly. So you do this for 15 months. What was the straw that broke your back? There was so many like different little red flags that when I look back now, I'm like, oh, that was, I guess it was. During the pandemic, uh, obviously we couldn't book travel, which was a huge thing for me. So I kind of, because I'd already got travel booked for customers, 
I stayed in, but kind of was took a back seat, didn't do the recruiting, focused on the training and things, thinking I was better in myself. Um, and it that's when it started to get a bit weird. Like we were having like three calls a day, 6 a.m., then afternoon, 12 p.m., then 6 p.m. as well. And I'd go on these calls and when I'd come off, my partner would like say to me, they haven't actually said anything on that call. You do realize that all they've done is talk about how amazing this is and how much money they've got. They've never actually told you what it is that they've done. And, you know, they never speak about what it is that they do. I was like, no, no. Because at this point I was like, no, no. It must have planted a seed. Spring is in the air. And with that comes spring cleaning especially those closets. I am beyond guilty of keeping pieces around that I no longer wear, I'm hoping to fit into again, or I just can't seem to get rid of for whatever reason my brain uses to justify the hanger space. But this year, I am implementing the one-year rule and spring cleaning my wardrobe with the help of Quince. As a sponsor of Life After MLM, shopping with Quince is a great way to support the show and get some cute new items to treat yourself once the purge is over too. Once you put your seasonal and holiday items in the back of the closet, it's time to purge what's left and see what can be donated and what needs to be retired for good. It's only then that you can organize your keepers and see where you can amp up your style for the coming year. And that's where Quince comes in. By partnering directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing, Quince cuts the cost out of the middleman and passes the savings onto us at 50 to 80% less than similar brands which means you can stretch your dollar and save on great staple pieces that will last through at least a few spring cleanings. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Like... And that's it then. When that seed is there, it's growing and growing and growing. And it was actually pretty much to do with this holiday that I'd booked for somebody. So it was booked for the May. I was told that somebody would contact them by the September to rebook it. September comes. I get a message off the lady. Still not heard anything. Email the supplier. No reply. Email Travel, No reply. This went on from like that September up until the next January and the January is when I left because I actually wrote in one of the groups on Facebook saying somebody needs to help me my customers have not received any correspondence I've received no correspondence they've lost thousands of pounds I need this sorting and the lead lady of IntelliTravel removed my post and blocked me from the group but I got it screenshotted I got it screenshot before she removed it um so it was on the group got it on i got the picture of it on the group and then within five minutes this post has been removed and i've been blocked from the group and i thought right this is dodgy like this is not wow and i think that was it then i was like i need to this isn't okay um one of my one of my old teammates also approached me and said that the reason she left was because the commissions she received weren't right She'd booked a holiday for like £5,000 and was expecting to get £500 commission because they advertise it, you get approximately 10%. And she got like 200 When I asked about it, I was told that we should be grateful that anyone was getting any commission in a pandemic. So, wow. Yeah. And I thought, hang on, I've like, these people have trusted me. I've introduced them to an opportunity and they're not getting the right commissions. Like so much happened, like, my best friend in real life had joined as well. We didn't, we ended up not speaking. We don't talk. It's, it was crazy. I mean, I, I've heard so much about like different MLMs working through the pandemic and like screwing people over. 
but this a travel MLM actively recruiting and selling vacations, holidays in an active travel ban in 2020. It's just 2021 at some point after you had left because you were speaking out, but I, I was like, wait a second. I was thinking this when I was watching this happen. And now this woman's talking about it. Like what is going on? If, if that doesn't prove to you that it's just a giant scam, like, I don't know what else can. Yeah. Because they're still bragging. Oh, I'm a six figure incremental and I've left my nine to five, but you, well, it's not from travel. If we're in it, like if there's a travel ban, you've not made it from travel and they still well, I'm till we're blue in the face. Tell me that it's from travel. It's from travel, and I I'm very open. You on like my channels and stuff. I always I share my commission reports so people can see what I'd booked, and like it, I was told I'd get ten percent commission, and I got worked it out. It was like two percent. I'm very open, so I say to them, show me show me your commission report. No one ever ever has showed me a commission report yet because it just doesn't exist. Right, because it will just prove your point. And they'll yeah. have to face their own cognitive dissonance and go, oh my God, that girl yeah. that's a hater, uh, she's right. And I am in a yeah. scam. And they can't do that because their entire identity will crumble. Yeah. And I know that because like we, we, we probably, we did that ourselves. I mean, when you've got a team as well, you're like, oh God, I've got all these people that I've brought into this. Like I wouldn't bring someone into a scam and then I was fighting against myself all the time I noticed as well like when my team were said that they were earning things I would then start doing calls for the team about mindset and about things like that and I've realized that that was because my team were paying I was earning and they were getting nothing from it so I was feeling bad and I was trying to compensate by offering calls and offering courses and you know trying to help that way that's an excellent point that you just made. Down. We talk about all the time and literally I just answered, I think a question on TikTok where somebody was like, well, what do you mean that it's built to fail and that the success of the 1% is predicated on the failure of the 99? Like, what does that even mean? And I'm just like, well, like mathematically, if only 1% is successful, then 99% have to fail. And if it's systemic, then it's designed this way. And you literally just said it. You didn't see it because you were getting commissions. You're like, yeah. but I am making money. It I am getting that check. What are you guys talking about? I'm seeing the, the results. And then you realized, oh shit, those results I'm getting, my success, it's their failure. Yeah, it was at the expense of the people that I loved and cared for and who trusted me with this opportunity wow so and leave and teletravel you decide this yeah. is a giant scam how yeah. long did it take you to speak out about it well uh this is where it gets really weird I've not told anybody this before but I actually nearly joined another MLM very 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 nearly a lot of people left in teletravel and jump to another MLM, which, you know, it's quite common, isn't it? When the ship starts to sink and, you know, there was a travel ban. So people jump to a health and wellness one. And that's something that I've always said I would never, ever do. Especially we're having like issues with my gut and things. No, never, ever do that. And I was so close, so close to joining it. When I first spoke out, it was actually me saying, um, I'm leaving in teletravel because, you know, my team were losing, the commissions weren't right, this and that. And I explained it. And then I said, but I'm actually joining a new health and wellness company now. And I I posted this and I got so much hate, like so much hate from so many different people, not just MLM people. I got obviously all the people from the MLM that I had left. They all put these stories up about me saying blowing someone else's candle out won't make yours burn brighter because obviously I have a candle business as well uh so they were trying yeah getting in with that one yeah and I thought hang on I've always said that I would never ever ever do anything with health and wellness and I just didn't feel right with it and I was lying in bed that night thinking no I can't I can't do this and that was when I looked into like 
that's when I came across your videos and when I came across like Hattie's videos um, and, you know, Miss Bonley and Julie Joe and everyone. And I was like, that that's what helped me see that they are all the same because I was watching your guys' experiences and I was like, I we were taught in intelligent trouble. We were taught that all the companies were the devil because you had to buy products. You had to spend money on buying the clothes or the, you know, the, the perfumes and this and that. We didn't have to do that and we didn't have any targets. Obviously now I know it's because we're paying the monthly fee anyway, so they didn't need us to put any money. With yeah, you don't money need to in. buy anything, you're paying a monthly yeah. fee. <laughs> we're already paying. <laughs> exactly. So when I saw your lot's videos and then I sat and I thought, it definitely is like all it's not just in tele travel and I thought hang on with the whole like 99% thing I was thinking hang on like looking in the pyramid I was in my upline was earning but she had 100 people below her losing so it literally was so 99 people below her losing money and then the one person I was like that literally is 99% of us losing money at one person's gain and I thought god and that's when I saw it then. And then when you when you see it, you sort of think, how did I not see it before? <laughs> right? You're like, oh my God, it's yeah. so obvious. What was I doing? And it was like, you were living yeah. off the dopamine and the love bombing and the yeah. toxic positivity was keeping you going. That's why. Yeah. And then after that, after I got all that hate, I came off social media. So I deleted my Facebook. I deleted my Instagram. I came off it. I was like, no, I can't deal with this Like. And then it was March last year. So I took like two months off and it was March. And I was like, I feel like I need to explain what's gone on because, you know, I'd gone from posting on social media. I mean, you never have to explain yourself to people. What I felt like I needed to. I'm one of those people, like, I felt like I needed to get my truth out there and like, so that other people didn't do what I'd done. Because like my mum says to me, she's like, it's not even about the money. It's about the fact that you would spend hours and hours and hours doing quotes for people and like making these groups, travel groups and things and trying your best. And then you've got the stunt cost fallacy, haven't you? You think I've put all these hours in, I've put all this time in, I've put all this effort in. And yeah, to leave, I scared that I was going to be seen as a failure. But when I spoke up, I realized it's the system that's the failure. Yeah, and and, and exactly. Absolutely. So when you did, well, first of all, what was the MLM you almost joined? Um, It's one over here in the UK. And I don't know if they're in the US. I know they're in Australia and things. It's it's called TS Life. And it's (gasps) a health and wellness one. Okay. Um, I don't know if we have it over here, but I have seen that uh, in the anti-MLM community sphere. TS yeah they do a lot of uh well this is what they actually said to me because I when they were trying to get me to join they were like oh yeah you can take the drink and I said I can't take the drink uh I actually don't have a large bowel uh so I was like I can't take this drink and they said to me well I I don't know do you know who Molly May is yeah she's like this big influencer over here and she's like sells fake tans and stuff and they said to me well you don't have to drink the drink just pretend to drink the drink Molly May doesn't use her own fake tan. She'll just pretend to use it. And that's what you've got to do. It's all about pretending. And I was like, I am not pretending. I'm going to take some diet and weight loss drinks, but I can't actually take. Like, that really was to me like, whoa, this is very, very fake. And I was like, uh, no chance am I going this. And funny enough, the girl that nearly recruited me, who was quite at the top of it, and was singing, singing this company's praises, a week later, jumped ship again. So I'm glad I didn't join. <laughs> Just I've been shelling out on another thing then. Wow. So January yeah. you leave, you say I'm leaving, I'm joining a different one. You get all yeah. kinds of hate and it leaves you yeah. feeling so dirty and gross that you leave social media for oh, two yeah. entire months and you're like, I'm yeah. done. In those two months, you battle with your own cognitive dissonance, your own experience. Yeah. And you decide, you know what? I gotta, I gotta talk about this I know I don't have to but I feel like I need to I was the same exact way so I get you on that yeah you share this and then what were those comments that you received like um 
you know what? I was actually really, really shocked. So many people reached out to me and said, like, I'm so glad that you've done this because I've never heard anyone speak out about IntelliTravel before. And for me, I, I didn't hardly earn anything with them looking back, but I was in the top 3%. And if I earned a small, that what I earned in the top 3%, that what were the rest of them losing money and I've I've had young girls who are 18 tell me they've lost thousands of pounds because obviously over a year they've over a year it's like nearly 700 pound if they stay in it for two three years it's thousands of pounds people are losing and I when the more people that you know spoke out to me and said like I, I, please don't share my names and things but I just want to let you know you're not on your own I've this happened to me because my upline of course told me I've never, she said, I've never had any problems with anyone else having commission problems. No one else. It's just you and your team. That's funny, isn't it? And then when I left and I spoke out, other people sent me their commission reports and were like, look, I only got 3% as well. And I was, Did you bring it up? Yeah, but they said it was my fault. Yeah. And that's exactly, and I thought, if there's so many people that are doing this too, then, you know, if these people don't want to speak out comfortably, then I'll, I'll be the voice for them and, yeah, as much out there as I can. Yeah, you know, LuLaRoe told me I was the only one that had dead fart leggings. And uh, really? when I joined Defective and yeah. was like, hey, did anyone else get stinky pants? The, <laughs> the results were flooring to me. It was yeah. so many people were like, yeah, I got them too. I got the red ones. I got the purple ones. I was like, there were <laughs> other colors? Like, absolutely. And they all were like, yeah, I was told I was the only one. I was told I was the only one. So yeah. it's, that's it's a common crazy. theme too. It's your yeah. fault, Charlie. Yeah. I was like, oh, you booked it wrong. You did it wrong. You must've clicked something wrong. I was like, I followed all the instructions. I did it the exact way you told me to. How is yeah. that wrong? Oh exactly. my God. And so since March, you've been out and, and proud. So you're come, we're here is your one year anniversary of speaking out against yeah. Bullshit MLMs. How has the last year felt for you? It's been a real roller coaster. I'm not going to lie. When I first came out and did YouTube, like I said, it was a real big high. I got, you know, the people like messaging me. And then it got to the point where then I got the horrible messages and the horrible comments. And the, I still get it today. I've, I've had it. You know what they're like. They're, oh, well, you, you didn't give it long enough, or you need a clientele. And, you know, the usual comments I had a um, woman arguing with me about new skin on a very old video oh. within the last 24 hours um and then commenting on someone who is asking questions and trying to recruit someone into no. new skin in my comments in DM. Uh, not even in the dms literally in the comment in the comments she's oh like you're gonna God. have to add me as a friend hun so I can message you and I was like I'm sorry no. create we video I was like yeah and it's there. I'll throw it in the show notes, but I, I made this video. As long as it hasn't been blocked for bullying, I will share it. But um, yeah, uh-huh. I was like, please don't do this in my comment section. And I used some no. colorful language. But she yeah, has I'm since sorry. deleted the entire thread where she was recruiting people in my <laughs> anti-new skin. New skin is a pyramid scheme video. It was uh, it's, it was a proud accomplishment. Yeah. Well, they've come on your, your I don't think that might, you've come on to my comments. What do you expect? Like, just the audacity uh, that she thought that she could recruit for new skin in my yeah. comment section. I was just That's like, awful. what is happening? So I still get that bullshit every day. And yeah. yes, it is absolutely a part of advocacy. I've, I've talked to people who are like, I want to do this. And I'm like, it is tough. You gotta have thick skin because people oh, gotcha. are nasty. And cult members are even nastier. Yeah. I mean, I've had videos made about me, like long videos made about me and how I'm a failure and I'm a bully and I, I'm i coming from a place of lack and I'm not abundant in my life. And I thought that like, all that this person is doing is reflecting on what's going on with them. And it's really sad. I don't think a lot of these people understand when they make these videos that it really is a reflection of them and people are watching and people yeah. are going, well, why did she spend all this time to make this video about how, what a failure, failure this woman is? Yeah. Let me go check out this woman. And then they come and they find you 
and they go follow they've shot themselves in the foot so many times by doing this like i've had people say oh i was told to block you so i've came onto your account and i've realized everything you're saying is true so (laughs) i want to leave can you help me and that's happened so many times like i have helped more people leave than i have joined thank goodness like but it, it it does get to you doesn't it like we're human beings at the end of the day and i know I, I, there was a point actually last year where I actually stopped making videos for a little bit because I was it was draining it was really draining and quite upsetting for me to debunk content that I used to believe in it's almost like oh god I used to believe in this and I used to do this and it's it's hard isn't it you have to kind of stripping everything away from yourself and going like right this is and I'd come away from filming a video and I'd be like, I'm so drained. I need to sleep. And I had to take yeah. a little break. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I, I've been posting a lot more stuff about mental health and taking breaks and taking time for yourself on my Instagram stories. Uh, yeah. Because I think it's really important for people to understand oh, that yeah. even people that are creating constantly, like we take breaks. I take yeah. breaks. I'm like, I can't do this this week. Yeah. I'm not going to make any anti-MLM content. I'm just going to like, do funny stuff because if I do more anti-MLM content, like I'm not going to like it anymore and I want to like it. Yes, and so that's, that's why, it. you know, I want to talk about scams and fraud. I want to talk about current stuff. I I've really been into a couple different like viral TV shows lately and talking about that too, talking about different things uh, that are happening in pop culture and in the media, because <laughs> as much as I want to talk about anti-MLM, like I just it cannot consume my entire life. No, the majority of my content will still be anti-MLM, but I want to, you know, I want to branch out and create other things because I am multifaceted. I I am not just the LuLaRoe girl. Like I'm not just an anti-MLM hater. Like I want to talk about other things too. Uh, And I think it's totally healthy and natural. And I like that because even following just anti-MLM creators, they're doing similar things. And I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were into this too. And like, we're kind of branching out and like getting to know each other and learning our personalities and realizing we have a lot of similar interests in in other Venn diagrams of content. And it's been really fun. Yeah. Like I've, I've found that too. It's nice, isn't it? Because you've obviously got that bond of like the anti-MLM, but then when you start to actually get to know people, you think, oh, oh, we're both mad into this as well. And we both like this as well. And then you make actual friendships. So even though like the MLM is all negative, I was trying to think of the positive things that come out of it and like the friendships and the real connections that we're making now. Yeah, that's my favorite part. It's like all of these amazing connections and meeting all these really incredible people. It's, It's so important. Again, like don't burnout is real. There have been so many times in the last year or so of this podcast where someone will say something to me and I will take it incredibly personally. And I go down this like depressive, like spiral. My ADHD is not great. My imposter syndrome's at an all-time high. My executive dysfunction's at an all-time low. And I'm like, I'm not doing this again. Like, and I just have this moment. And then my friends are like, you know what? Just take a couple days because it would be heartbreaking if you never did this again. So it just takes some time. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to do something else today. And it's totally okay to have that. I, I really hate that I have to even give people permission to have self-love and self-care and downtime because it's so and so and so important. So, so, so It important. is, yeah. I think it's really difficult as well because I, I'm one of those people, I would beat myself up for having downtime. If I was sitting doing nothing, I'd beat myself up. I can't sit around doing nothing. Whereas now I'm like, I, actually, no, it's important to take a break. It's important. I know for me, especially, it's important to take time off my phone and not go in my messages and things because I love supporting other people and I love being there for other people. But I can't look after other people if I'm not looking after myself. And that's it. We can't we can't help others if we're coming from an empty cup ourselves. So we've got to. Absolutely. Uh, and I'm so excited that that we're connecting and I, I'm going to talk to Hattie too and have more oh, UK Great. because it's really important. And there are people that listen to this podcast all over the world. And I think it's really important to talk about other MLMs that happen in other countries. I yeah. don't really see FM World or Intelli Travel that much here in the States, but 
it runs rampant in the UK. Yeah, and I know in Travel as well, I've got a huge, huge base in Jamaica. Um, they've got the Mexico. So, cause I, I had people in my team who were actually from Mexico and spoke Spanish. So I couldn't even help them, which was crazy in itself. Gotta <laughs> open it up to those foreign markets. There's people in other countries that want to yeah. give us all their money. That's it. That's like this test life. They're always like, oh, yes, we've just launched in Australia. And I remember they were all excited, like, oh, there's so many influencers in Australia. Let's get all the influencers involved. <laughs> it's crazy. It's all free word of mouth advertising for a giant pyramid scheme. And everybody yeah. is just really proud to be a part of the movement. But yeah. in actuality, you guys are just unpaid foot soldiers who... Yep are going to spend your own money to promote someone else's at, you know, it's a corporation. It's not a small business. It's a massive corporation. Yeah. And then that that really winds me up, especially now I have got an actual small business and then you've got like, I would make candles and wax melts and things. And then you've got like Scentsy and FM charging. I'm like, I know how much it is to make wax melts and things. Like I, I think my price is all right. And then they're going and charging like five times the amount of like what was actual small businesses would charge and that just shows how inflated the prices are because they've got to pay the reps somehow and oh I don't know it just doesn't make sense it's wild uh yeah I'm I'm always trying to help people find wax alternatives for those companies pink zebra sensi party light all of these places party light that's a big one here (laughs) is it big in the uk it used to be yeah so that was one of the first ones i ever came across by accident i was about 16 and i got invited to a party i thought it was an actual party it wasn't it was (laughs) there was a party light one selling candles i didn't have any money so (laughs) I feel like I've also been to a party light party that I thought was an actual party. And when I got there, yeah. it was just tables full of candles. And I was like, what is going on? I think it was in beauty <laughs> school when that happened. Well. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I, I completely forgot about that until you just said that you went to a candle party. I was like, wait a second. I remember, I remember feeling so awkward being like, I thought this was Yeah, I didn't get it. I was like, why am I here? Like, I don't understand. Like, I thought this was a party. Why? Why? Well, well, this candle will look beautiful with this, with this trinket. I'm like, what? (laughs) I get it. Look at these decorative plates you can put your candles (laughs) on. You're like, what is this? (laughs) It's like an episode of QVC and I'm the guest star. Like, I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh, yeah I mean FM world I don't I don't hear about it over here but like I said it's like the designer imposters it's the perfume some of the stuff that you and Hattie talk about is like they say things like oh it's made in the same factory as blah 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 is made in but it's like how can this one factory produce all of these perfumes like that I I think for like 10 seconds and I debunked that in my own head yeah exactly and I I I actually when I was part of an MLM I got a friend who's in fm and i thought that i was supporting my friend by buying some aftershave offer for my for my partner and it's it's not the same it's not the same it's definitely not from the same factory at all it's just it's crazy and then it even says like on it where it's made and it's like i'm sure that the blue de chanel is not made in that same place like (laughs) Oh, definitely not. And then I think even just owning high-end perfume and then looking at the FM bottle and just being like, this is not the same at all. No, no, not at all. And I don't even think like it smells all that similar. I think it's like, kind of, I guess. Yeah, you get like a hint of it. But my partner says that the one that he's got, it, it it smells a bit rusty throughout the day it goes a bit like rusty it sort of goes off throughout the day so he was like I'm not wearing it I was like oh, okay <laughs> oh I mean that's like, a great point right so you're not using these like high-end perfume oils that you're yeah. gonna get this oxidation Long and apparently yeah. you smell like rust by the end of the day yeah he was like I'm not wearing this anymore I'm sorry but and then at that point Fine. you know you're like should I return it oh it's a hassle it's too much for me to return this it was only you know 20 bucks or whatever it is and you just call it a loss and you go well I'll just learn from the future but it's like how many people are doing that 
right? Because there's a lot of income in the fact that this company knows they're creating a crappy product that smells like rust. And then they know that the the return process is so difficult that people are like, it's not Not even worth trying to get my 20 bucks back. Whereas if it was worth, if it was actually sixty pounds, like a normal perfume or whatever, you'd obviously would take it back, wouldn't you? But you think, oh, it was only eighteen, eighteen pound. I'll just call it a loss. Right? You're like, yeah, it's just like a night of drinking, no big yeah. deal. Moving on. Yeah, eh. yeah. Oh, that, that, that's just like a like a you know a trip to the coffee shop and and lunch, like no big deal. Eh. Yeah. I just I learned my lesson, but you're not singular in learning that lesson. And it's a huge part of the income of these scams is knowing that making it too difficult is a moneymaker. Yeah, definitely. It sucks that like the UK is dealing with all of this as well. Um, Like we said in the beginning, like I know Avon's really big. Avon actually here in the States has stepped out of the DSA and they actually split and I believe Avon, the majority of Avon is owned by Avon Brazil, I want to say. And that is who is in all the other countries. Yeah. And just Avon US is not affiliated. They don't even have the same products. They don't even have a lot of the same packaging ah. or the same things. Um, in fact, a lot of the older Avon stuff, like the bubble bath and like the little bubbly bottles, I think that's something you can buy in the UK, yeah. but it's not part of the US product line anymore. See, Avon to me is like, been around since as long as I can remember there's always been here there's always been like the Avon lady who was down the road with a brochure so I never I didn't think it was an M&M and obviously it wasn't for a long time I don't think and then it was well I didn't think it was anyway and then I was like well why is the Avon lady trying to get more Avon ladies surely if she gets another Avon lady why are we gonna have three Avon ladies on my street it doesn't make any sense does it um yeah that's what starts to and I had a couple of friends as well, and they were like, they had done Avon, and they'd only done it by the time that, because you have to buy the brochures. And by the time that they had bought the brochures, delivered the brochures, collected the brochures, I think she had only made like eight pounds of sales or something. You had to have made over 10 pounds or something. So she bought herself a lipstick. After all of that, she got like two pound commission, obviously bought a lipstick. So she was in the minus. And... Somebody's yeah. doing that every month. It's just, I mean, even if you're only losing eight dollars a month, you're still yeah. losing eight dollars a month in exactly. a business that you were promised would provide financial freedom. You're you're losing yeah. eight dollars a month. Yeah, and I think as well with I think the uh, I thought that I was doing my friend a favor, like I say, by ordering from with FN, but they actually have to pay for postage like from the company so if I ordered it from her she would then get it from the headquarters she would have to pay the postage on that then package it herself and then give it to me and she would have all of that so they would have I've worked it out they would have got six pound commission per bottle that they sold and then from that she's had to pay four pound postage and then packaging delivering it to me is it worth it for a pound no, not at all. But no. all of that builds into that sunk cost fallacy of you're a real yeah. business owner, real business has yeah. to have expenses. You can write this off. It's just yeah. a business expense. Uh, small business, another another rumor, like it costs money to make money. Small businesses oh, yeah. fail. So you're, you know, you're going to have to put in a few years before you really see a profit it's wild how they take these things and they apply it to a pyramid scheme and make you feel like it's legitimate and that you're like wow you're right that is true and you keep plugging along it's crazy it's literally it's like you know like a a carrot dangle in front of a donkey it's literally like oh yeah financial freedom right there and you just carry on because it's there and you in your grist you can see it but oh it's so bad it's it's absolutely true. It's uh it's just it's just really interesting. So um are there any rules and regulations in the UK for MLM or is it still the wild frontier? It's crazy. There is nothing at all. Like literally nothing at all. It's and also we've done like petitions and things, but they've just got no no it, the amount of false health claims at the raw which really 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 grinds my gears i mean it's all right one thing seeing in tele-travel people saying well you can get this much commission when i know that you can't get that much commission but when people are like on about health claims and stuff that that to me is and and even like the 
income claims and things as well like it's it needs in my well I, I want them all banned in my opinion but you know at least some regulation like it's we have no one to report these things to and like I even have one of my friends even a police officer and I said to her I was like look I'm involved in a pyramid scheme like what do I do and she, I don't know maybe action fraud but we don't really have anything in the UK and that is a huge issue. I mean, we have yeah. here in the States, we have governing agencies and regulatory agencies, but unfortunately we also have the DSA or the Direct Sellers Association yeah. that goes behind the scenes and pads the pockets of the people in the decision-making positions in these agencies. Yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, no, this doesn't apply to MLM. And you're like, you literally created this for MLM and now it doesn't apply to them. And now it's got a loophole. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So, you know, that's another thing. Like right now we're trying to change the rules in the FTC. We're trying to get these things. And again, it's baby steps. And if we're successful in doing this and getting that business opportunity rule changed, then possibly there's space to move into other countries and to say, hey, this is what we're doing here. And this is how we can adapt it into the UK and uh, Australia, uh, Latin America, all of these other places that really do need this regulation. Because MLMs know there is very little regulation. I mean, literally MLMs are quote unquote illegal in China. The Chinese government is like pyramid schemes and MLMs are not okay. There's all kinds of American-based MLMs in China because they pad China's pockets. I've noticed American ones are fine. (laughs) Yeah. Ridiculous. I've noticed that most of the MLMs over here are based in America. Uh, There's a lot based in California and there's a lot based in Utah. Utah as well yeah yeah so like I know there's there's a company over here called Globe and I think he was based in Utah and... Globe the beauty one the G-L-O-W-B yeah they disappeared <laughs> yes it used to be called business bombshells yes MLMs <laughs> have the dumbest Globe. names ever I and know the fact that they spelled Globe with a W with a in bit. it <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Glob so I was like, what? I was glob, glob too. <laughs> like a fish glob glob. <laughs> Doesn't make me want to buy the pink face mask. I'm not going to lie. Right? I look at these names and I'm like, how do you say that? That looks ridiculous. Yeah. And they're like, glob. And you're like, nope. <laughs> Another one that I've noticed over here that's suddenly got big that a lot of people from IntelliTravel jump ship. So there were three companies that went to. There was the TS Life, Jeunesse, Isogenic. Oh, Isogenics is big in the UK now. Yeah, well, that's fun. Isogenic, I don't. I've never. I've never even heard of it. But the only reason I know they're on the up is because when I spoke about about Intelli, somebody sent me in. Um, one of the directors messaged me on Twitter and was like, "Oh, I'm so sorry to hear you've been through this. I feel so sorry for you." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, thanks for your support." And then she was like, "Yeah, I've decided to leave Intelli Travel and I've gone to do a health and wellness company now." And I was like. Here we go. You just want to try and recruit me. Well, there's the true intention. This is the thing that annoys me, like, because they teach you that it's never a no, it's just not the right time, and to always go back to people. And like, it really is a no. Leave me alone. Right? No is a full sentence. It doesn't stand for not right now or not today. It's a full sentence. It's no. I'm uninterested. If for any chance or reason I may become interested I'm fully aware that you sell this and I will reach out to you exactly and like and it just shows as well especially in the UK with the IntelliTravel they've run out of they've run out of people to message so they go they what they literally do is they they have a list of like 100 people and they just keep going back back and forward through the list and through the list trying to groom I literally saw a a video on YouTube that was like Uh, how to set up a sales funnel to get people to join Mm. your business opportunity, right? And this guy was explaining it and it's like a basic sales funnel. And he goes, and when they get to this point, if they still say no, you give them about a week and then you put them back at the beginning of the funnel and you run through all of this all over again until you get a yes. Yeah, it's it's not okay, is it? Like, that's harassment. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? Leave me alone. I, I'm not a huge fan of blocking people, but if you don't know who they no. are and all they're doing is harassing you, block them. Yeah. <laughs> if, you, if no doesn't work, then just goodbye and then block them. <laughs> <laughs> we used to get told to say to people, 
if they didn't reply they'd say right I'm gonna we'd have to message them and tell them we're gonna cross them off our imaginary list <laughs> to try and get them to message them and be like no no I am interested I am interested and I'd send this message like I, I hope it's okay to take you off my list now it's obviously you weren't serious about this opportunity and they're just like okay bye and I'm like wow oh, that loaded FOMO language <laughs> yeah it was so bad honestly well really this is your last chance Charlie I have yep. this incredible opportunity I've been trying to give to you but if you just <laughs> don't think it's a good thing I'll just take you off my list last chance to speak <laughs> up crush you up like bye <laughs> <laughs> It's like when they say, oh, yeah, only three spaces left on my team. No, there's not. There's infinite. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have seen, and it's very funny. And, you know, again, I'm not about the bullying, but sometimes the the poking the fun at these just ridiculous things that happen all the time. There was someone that was like, I I saw a screenshot. Someone had responded to somebody that's like, oh, I've got three spots on my team. You know, the next three people to comment, you know, we'll have a spot. And she commented. She's like, oh, man, that's a bummer. I was fourth. And this woman just was like, it's fine. I can make room. And like, she just played with her. And I, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of playing with the Huns, but I did think that was funny. <laughs> and it really just goes to show the bullshit, right? Like I only yeah. have three spots. Oh, bummer. I was fourth. I can make the room. Like it's yeah. very obvious, very instant, instantaneous. A real person that only had three spots on their team would say something like, Oh, we'll check back next month because I'll be opening up yeah. three more spots. I'd I'll love to see you a message. Into- you know, like that's the kind of thing a normal person who's actually hiring <laughs> for an actual legitimate thing would respond to the fourth person and not like scramble, scramble, scramble. I can make yeah. the room. Like it's, I'll make room. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely yeah. true. Um, so you mentioned your candle business, but let's plug it right here because again, people are always looking for alternatives to MLM products and we love to support small business and we love to support X Hun. So do you ship worldwide? At the moment, I only ship UK. However, I am looking into shipping worldwide, like literally as we speak. So it will be happening very, very soon. Um, but yeah, I, I make sustainable, uh, vegan soy wax melt uh, wax melts and candles um uh, make them all on my own home uh, i've got my little studio in my back room the money that i used to pay to intelli travel that monthly fee i decided to invest that into something actual an actual business and you know it's 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 so nice to have it makes me realize now how much before being in the MLM so not your own business because like we had no control over anything at all whereas with this I'm like yeah I get to actually decide what products I make and what they're going to be called and what how much I'm going to do it for and I get to be the designer and the photographer and the shipper and the creative control and that's what I love I love being creative and with the travel thing I thought that I was getting a chance to be creative but in reality I wasn't I was just being made into a clone of everyone else so it's kind of my expression my way I love it and what is it called uh it's called bare naked wax so on uh, (laughs) yeah and it's more yeah and there's no well I do do bare naked ladies as uh, I do like torso candles and things so that's why I thought you know it's quite cheeky quite fun and then I don't put any like paraffins or toxins or anything it's just a bare candle so that's why where that came from I love that. I, I'm so excited. I love hearing uh, when people that leave MLM decide to put their obvious, really amazing hustle and effort into something that's legitimate. Because yeah, I, I look at these women and these men that are in these businesses, the ones that are quote unquote failures, and I see them hustle. I I know they can oh, do yeah. it. I've watched They've them do got it. To work ethic, and uh, yeah. you just got to be in the right industry. And multi level marketing is a pyramid scheme, so like you will never make money unless you're at the top. And then you have to have like I don't know, no morals, and be a sociopath in order to be able to live with yourself and look at yourself in the mirror every day. So you know, I don't know, man. I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah exactly same well at the end of these chats I like to do rapid fire questions are you ready oh okay all right Charlie one word that encompasses how you feel about multi-level marketing anger what is a warning that you would give to somebody who might be on the fence and wanting to join an MLM 
don't. <laughs> uh there, there are other ways to make money online more legitimate ways and yeah yeah I agree with you on that you just need to look there are yeah. so many opportunities and um, I'm actually in the talks uh with a couple of people who help work at home people find legitimate jobs so we'll have oh. some episodes of those coming up soon for everybody who's oh, like you're telling us to leave but you're not giving us options so I'm working on options right now you guys oh, uh that'll be great Charlie what is the worst MLM in your opinion entirely travel because they haven't got a product it's, it's a pyramid what is the hardest lesson that you learned while you were in MLM uh, people are fake and are happy to tread on you to get what they want. That uh, is spot on. Mm. And then our favorite, the positive takeaway from your time in MLM that you might still use or or do to this day. Uh, the positive takeaway is probably the uh, the community that I've found since leaving and also other people who were in it and have like reached out to me afterwards even though we might not have been in it at the same time it's still so nice to have a community and I always think that's a, a positive that's come out of this negative crappy situation it's all the amazing friends and people that I've met like you I I completely agree with you on that. Like I have had the most amazing supportive people who are just happy for your successes, just happy to share your wins, comfort you and your losses uh, without any sort of transactional relationship at all. Like nothing I do is going to like hurt or, or help you other than you using it uh, to, to further the message. And so just being able to be like, Oh my God, Charlie, that's amazing. Congratulations. And like celebrate each other's wins and and again, comfort each other and our losses and our hard times. It's been a really incredible um, adventure, especially coming out of MLM, being excommunicated, finding out, like you said, that people Uh, will walk all over you and really don't care about you to this community. It's just beautiful. It's so nice, isn't it? Because there's no auto-remotive. It's people just supporting each other. Whereas like when I look back at them and I just think, oh, I was just, a, I thought that my upline was my friend. Like say we live in the same town and now I'm like, oh, I was just a business transaction for all that time. And it literally makes me feel sick. Like it really does. Um, but like I say, it, it, I now know what to look out for and how to look out for those genuine people and those genuine friendships and you know people who want who help you because they want to help you not because they want something in return or get any monetary gain from it yeah absolutely so for everybody listening that's like okay I need a UK anti-MLMer on my feed where can everybody find you so I have a TikTok channel, which is a DS Society. And then I also have a Instagram of the same name. And I also have a YouTube channel. I'm about to post videos weekly now as well, uh, which again, they're all DS Society um, to be able to find me on there. But yeah. Perfect. And I will pop all of those links in the show notes. So everyone can find oh, you thank and follow you. you easily. Thank you so oh, much you. for talking to me today, Charlie. Oh, this thank was you. I've loved it. Brilliant. <laughs> yes, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so, so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, oh my God, I have a story just like that that needs to be told, hit me up, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans.